Welcome back to God Factor, where we raise awareness about God's invincible hand working behind the scene. Fasten your seatbelts, get comfortable, and open up your hearts to receive from today's podcast with Lola and Josephine. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of God Factor. In today's episode, we will be looking at two more questions. So very quickly, the first question is, how do you separate knowing the person on the emotional from the spiritual level? And are they not the same? And the second question is, I just wanted to know if everyone has one person that has been ordained by God for them. So we're going to take the first question again. How do you separate knowing the person on the emotional from the spiritual level? And are they not the same? Thank you, Josephine. I'm just going to rephrase these questions in, an, in this question in another way. Um, how do you know somebody on the solical level? Because emotion, your, your emotion is part of your soul. So your soul consists of your emotion, your will, and your mind. So I think the question is, how do you know somebody on the solical level? And, you know, during dating, it's not the time to know somebody on the solical level, but to know somebody on the spiritual level. But when you now move into courtship, which is a greater commitment than dating, that's when you get to know the person on the solical level. And this involves so many things like observing the person, asking the person several questions to get to know them more, interacting with the person. And this is actually what you do during the courtship level. Please stay tuned for a later series as we address how you get to know someone on the solical level in courtship. Okay, so the second question. I just wanted to know if everyone has one person that has been ordained by God for them. So I guess I'm going to give my my view first. I personally think, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but uh, in all honesty, most people, most youths think this, but I personally think that there is not that one person that, you know, God has ordained for you. I believe that we have multiple potentials that we can, you know, marry. Um, okay, so we have those potentials and I guess our job is to bring one of them. <laughs> I'm laughing as I'm saying this because I know, I know my mom completely disagrees with this. But anyway, our job is to bring that one person you know, out of the multiple potentials, bring them to God and be like, God, this is the person I've chosen. They fit all the criteria of a good husband. You know, um, I've read in your word that this is what a good husband is supposed to be. So they fit all these criteria. So, you know, why not? <laughs> okay. Thank you, Josephine. Well said and well done. Anyway, so, I mean, if you're looking at marriage from that perspective, then you have you have you have brought marriage to the level of shopping you know it's like shopping for bag 
so I have so many bags right there and I can pick whatever I want it's like shopping for clothing I've got 10 clothing and I'm going to pick any one that I feel like picking and then bring it to God marriage is so sacred it's so it's so divine that we cannot afford to pick our marital partner that way i belong to the school of thought that believes strongly that there's a particular woman or a particular man that god has chosen for someone when you look critically into where marriage itself all started from you will realize that god caused a deep breath to fall upon Adam and God dipped into Adam and brought Eve out of her so I strongly believe there's a particular man there's a particular woman that God has ordained for people you know that fits that suits their destiny that suits what God has ordained for them in life and the reason is because you see you, you can't afford to mess up marriage and God is an intentional God is a God of purpose God has a purpose at the back of his mind before he made me before he made you and so God because he's an intentional God he will purposely create somebody you know that will fit into that program that he has ordained for me a man who will complement my life so that's why we said when people are waiting on God for a life partner it's important for people to partner with God so that God can reveal that woman that man that God has ordained for you but if then why do I need to partner with God if 10 people are in front of me and I can pick any one of them then there's no point praying I just grab one person and say let's go to the altar but I think the reason why we pray is because we know that God has a deeper purpose and a deeper plan for our lives and there's a man and a woman who complements that the other side of that also is the fact that I've had people say okay what if Mr. A misses the will of God for his life then the whole equation is disrupted no it's not disrupted like I told you God is an intentional God if Mr. A is supposed to marry Miss B and Mr. A said no I'm not going to marry Miss B I want to go and marry Miss D God has a way because that man has disobeyed God God has a way of recreating another person for Miss B that will suit the purpose and the plan of God for her life. So no equation is disrupted. God is an awesome God. God is a God who is, you know, we can't box him into the corner with our rational thinking. There's a way that God can do it. If somebody misses the will of God for their life, God will recreate another person because he is God, is not a man. So I'm just trying to understand here. Um, so is your evidence about... Um uh, someone finding um, the person God has ordained for them or not is your evidence going based off of the creation story or from personal like experience from counseling or working with people yeah but you see my answer is based on the word of god i always try to go back into where the entire thing started in the first place which is back to adam and eve you know god did i mean god created eve for adam but eve was not taken from the dna of an animal or from something god dipped and inside adam and brought out eve and the reason is because god wanted somebody that would complement him 
God wanted something that is already a part of him, you know? And that's why he said, oh, this is now the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. He said it, the bone of my bone, the flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman. So you need the bone of your bone, the flesh of your flesh to be able to complement you. And the scripture says, whosoever findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. You don't find something that is not scarce. You don't find something that is not, um, that is not lost. You know, you don't find something. If that thing does not have a particular purpose for you, you know, okay. You could as well say, whoever pick a wife, pick it a good thing and obtain favor from the law. But the Bible says, whosoever find it. And what you are finding is not any lady. You're finding a wife. And who is a wife? A wife is somebody who compliments you. Somebody who helps you to fulfill your destiny. Somebody who is a part of you from creation. That is the person you're trying to find. So to wrap things up and just to make things more clearer for us, um, does God choose your marital partner for you? God does not choose your marital partner for you, but God ordained someone as a marital partner for you. It's your duty to find that person. However, God will create, if you decide to partner with him, God will create an enabling environment for you if you partner with God to be able to locate that person which he has ordained for you. Listen, God, you know, as human, God made us a free moral agent to decide, even in the work of salvation, God gives you the right to decide whether you want him or not. So God is not going to decide for your marital partner for you if you say no to it god will present you know even when you go back to where it all started from after god made eve god paraded eve before adam it was adam who made that declaration and said this is now the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh it shall be called woman so in essence it was adam who picked oh you're different from giraffe from giraffe you're different from elephant you're different from turtles you're different from snake you are a woman and you were taken out of me and you know so god will you know, God, God will guide you. God will lead you if you allow him, you know. And God will create that enabling environment for you to be able to connect with the person is has ordained for you. But after all is said and done, the choice is yours to decide whether you want to go in line with the will of God or you want to walk away from the will of God. And we've seen so many people walk away from me because she's not tall enough, she's not dark enough, she's not beautiful enough, she's not round enough, you know, and they just walk away from it, you know, and later on they look back and know within themselves that they missed it somewhere. But my prayer for all of you listener today is, you know, we will partner with God to be able to pick the right partner for our lives. So then, if God has ordained someone for us, then what do you say about people who who list out, you know, the qualities they want in a man or a woman and say, you know, I want him to be tall, I want him to be this, I want him to be a lawyer, I want him to be a doctor. It doesn't that whole doesn't it make it all like useless if God has already ordained that no, person? No, it's not useless, Josephine. You know, God gave us those desires. There's nothing bad for me saying, God, I need a man who is God fearing, I need a man who is loving, I need a man who is caring. 
Not that I need a man who is a doctor. I need a man who is tall, six, six feet tall, <laughs> 10 inches fat, with seven parts or pot belly. You know, all those qualities, they are ephemera, you know. But you can table your beautiful nice qualities before the lord you know because those desires but even anyway you know by the time you start to pray and seek the face of god god begins to shape those desires in line with his will for your life so there is nothing bad in having those desires god gave you those desires but even after you have those desires you must be able to submit those desires before the lord to make sure that those desires are in line with the desires of god for your life am i Actually posting this morning on my Instagram page. Feel free to follow me, Lola Adeosho, on Instagram. And my prayer this morning is, Lord, I give you permission to interrupt my schedule. You know, I have my schedule for today. You know, but at the end of the day, I want the will of God to be done. So I'm giving him permission. So as you partner with God to pick your life partner, ask God, give him permission to lead. Let him take the wheel. Get off the driver's seat. Let God be at the driver's seat while you sit as a passenger and just enjoy God cruising with you and taking you to the next level. Oh, wow. That was a whole message there. <laughs> but anyways, thank you guys for listening again, once again to this podcast. Uh, so we've opened up a Facebook account. So please feel free to follow us. Um, We'll be posting YouTube. daily inspirational quotes on there. So feel free to follow us on Facebook. It's God Factor. And uh, yeah, don't forget to follow us on YouTube. This uh, podcast will also be on YouTube. So please follow us there. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening in. And we'll see you next time. Have a marvelous week. Bye.